This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. And a very good Tuesday morning. I tried to tell you. Let's go all in. Let's push our chips. It's a snowy. I thought we were going to make the entire winter, Rick, with no snow. And we almost made it. But on the last day of February, we get hammered. It's your fault. Why is it? Of course. I blame you. Why? Why? Because you tempted tempted Mother Nature and you said that. What do you mean? How so? I don't want the double plow today. You kept bringing it up. You kept tempting and tempting and tempting, and then now boom. And now boom. And, it, and so it's my fault. Your fault. So you, you know what you are. You are a blame guy. And today of all days, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to, no. not going to accept that. I'm an accountability guy. I'm the Tom Thibodeau of so, the show. So you believe by me saying that we haven't had snow, now Mother Nature said, oh, really? And now watch me snow. Right. You you truly, really believe that? You thought you got away with no double plows. I'll show you. I got. I don't want the double plow today. Email from the plow guy yesterday. Of course you did. Make sure your cars are parked in the corner of your driveway. Keep everything away. I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll be there at least once, maybe twice. Oh, I hope you get the double plow, please. It's the, please. the whole thing is an absolute scam. It is a scam, and I love it. It's a, Well, you're going to get plowed. Uh, no, I'm not. What do you mean, no, you're not? I'm going to shovel myself. No, oh, stop it. What do you mean, oh, stop it? You're not a self-shoveler. I'm a self-shoveler. You're a self-shoveler. Oh, yeah. I don't believe you. I'm telling you right now, I used to make big-time money in Boston, shoveling. Big-time money. It was just just told to me by someone that your driveway is so long, it's like shoveling I-90. Stop it. There's no uh, Listen, that's what I was just told. I'm going to shovel that, and I'm going to salt it myself. Are the kids going to be involved in helping? Um, Milo's eight now. Milo is eight now. There's a lot more responsibility. Probably, you know, now he'll help. Depends on if they have school or not. If they have school, no. If they don't have school, absolutely. As we launched the show this morning, like as it was like, all right, Tuesday morning, good morning. I get the text and the voicemail and the email. My kid's school is closed. You haven't so, got anything. Yeah, you will. It's, you the will. One, it's the one positive of waking up so early is that you get the early notices, but I got nothing. Do you remember the excitement when you were a kid oh. of you'd look outside, you'd see the snow, and then they would start this chain of, you know, this woman would call this woman, and then this woman would call this woman, and then it would just be a, ch- a chain that would go all the way down, and eventually you'd get the call, no school, and you'd be so happy. Yeah, but it was it was homework, Russian roulette was, was the game. Because you wouldn't do the homework in anticipation that right. there wouldn't be school. Yep. Mm-hmm. This, is like, right. this is like me waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make his decision. Is the excitement that could ultimately end up in snow day, best day of your life, to, nope, you got school, and you're miserable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. All right, so 1-800-919-3776. Before we get to it, and we're going to get to the Knicks in just a moment, 
This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. What a win. What an exciting night. I mean, Rick, I can't tell you how happy I am this morning. Wonderful. Wonderful. You know what the best part of that win was last night? All of it. All of it. But not only did you win, but you had one of the best players in basketball so frustrated that he got himself ejected. He quit. He said, no more. I'm done. Kick me out of here. Got himself ejected. I loved every second of it. Dude, I told you this yesterday. We talked about it. That Mitchell Robinson back is a humongous difference. Huge especially difference. Especially when he's in shape. That I mean, block look, on Tatum was, oh, boy, was that a block. Dude, not only that block. I'll tell you what. That block was awesome, obviously. But the one play where he blocked the shot on Brogdon and then he ran the floor and then quickly, you know, quickly puts up a layup that missed and he put it back. But, like, his activity, man, I mean, the 13 rebounds, he was great. It was a game where Jalen Brunson, I didn't think, played played that great. And you still found a way to easily like, you know, the defense was great. I mean, you look at some of these numbers, man, six in a row, eight of the last nine, more importantly, five straight at home, which is huge. They're 26 and 14 in their last 40 games. 26 and 26 and 14 in their last 40 games. Emmanuel quickly too, man. Once he started getting some legitimate minutes, he had 23 last night, but he's averaging. They showed it last night since December 4th, 16 points a game. Him coming off the bench, I said it yesterday, he's got to be in the conversation for sixth man of the year. He's been that good. But yeah, I mean, the fact that the fact that in November, the Celtics had a franchise high 27 threes against you. And then last night, two for 19 in the first half. 15 points in the first quarter. Thanks for coming. Well, the, the thing I love about that game is you took it over early and you never let them back in the game. I mean, they, they made the occasional run where it got... You're like, oh, God, now, now it's nine. But it never got that close. And we, you see in the NBA all the time, no lead is really safe. 20-point leads, they vanish all the time. Not last night. Like, the Knicks went out there from the jump, and they took that game over. And I give them tremendous credit. And you watch them two months ago, and you watch them now, they're a different team. They're playing with confidence. Like, what, say whatever you want. You love them, you hate them, whatever. Julius Randle's playing at a very high level. Brunson wasn't great. He's playing well. Grimes, quickly, like you mentioned. Mitchell Robinson. Has, I mean, so much energy to this well, team. Well, yeah. Dude, I mean, it, it's... Like, we spent how many over the last... I don't know how long. Like, the whole Kemba Walker thing, and you bring in Fournier, and you, you kept asking yourself, like, these aren't... I mean, the, these pieces don't fit. This is not a, a well-put-together team. Like... It, <laughs> You know, how was, how was Obi going to get minutes because you got Randall? But I'll tell you what, man, since they've gone to the, to the, they've shortened the rotation and the addition of Hart, it's like guys know exactly what their roles are and they're excelling at their roles. I think the only, I mean, the only one negative that you would bring up maybe yeah, is. Yeah, I know you're going to go RJ Barrett. Well, no, it's the free throw shooting. That's a problem. And last mm-hmm. night there was a humongous disparity. I mean, you were plus 20 in attempts, it was 34 14 in attempts, and then you were 23 11. And free throws made. But, dude, I, I mean, I've said this for how long? Like, R.J. Barrett in crunch time is not playing. No. Which is the right move. Which I actually respect the fact that they don't play him because they're trying to win games. And how many organizations do you see say, no, no, no. He was the third pick in the draft. We just signed him to that kind of an extension. You're going to get him out there in crunch time. But to 
Listen, I, I mean, we don't know a lot about Leon Rose, but to his credit and to Tom Thibodeau's credit, he's not worthy of playing in crunch time, and they're not going to play him in crunch time. No, I mean, that's that's kind of a problem. But, I mean, as long as they keep winning, it won't be it won't be a big story. But you just mentioned it. I mean, they, his name was brought up in the – and I'm not going to rehash the whole Donovan Mitchell thing, right, because we don't know the inner workings, but he was one of the names mentioned. And there were a lot of people, including you, that didn't want to trade R.J. Barrett because the hope was that for this team to take that next step, that R.J. Barrett would would turn himself into, there would be more consistency and he would, he would start to play at an all-star level. And for some reason this season he's regressed and, you know, you gave him four years, $107 million, and as the team continues to win, most important moments, he's not playing. That's, it's troubling. that's not great. It, it, you know, but like you just said, and you're 100% right, when you're winning games... It's like, oh, an unfortunate byproduct. When you're losing games, it becomes a major, major story. It's the beauty of winning. It's the beauty of winning is that you overlook some of the small things. It's like why coaches it's why coaches feel like sometimes it's good to have an occasional loss because you can you can really dig into some of the things that have been going wrong but haven't cost you games. But right now, man, I, I mean, this team the like you mentioned how how they came out and to hold the Celtics to 15 points in the first quarter, man. Like, you're talking about a team that's that's third in the NBA in... I mean, they average 118 points a game, this team. And I know they had no Jalen Brown, but they've already had... They played 11 games without Jalen Brown. They're 9-2. and two. So, yeah, he's a huge loss, but this is still a damn good team. Very good team. And, and remember, I mean, come on. They went out over the weekend, and they went into Philadelphia, and they beat them. And the Knicks took that game, and they took it early. And defensively, the Knicks are a different team. Like they've they're really dialed in to what Tibbs is selling. I give him a lot of credit because I I had said earlier in the season I thought by tomorrow by March one Tibbs would be gone and Tibbs has done a phenomenal job with this club. Well, I think all great coaches they have an idea of what they want the team to be, and then as the season goes on, they have they figure out what the team has to be, and you know back when he was trying to figure it out, it didn't look great. We're trying to I mean what, what's the identity of this team? And then all of a sudden he shortens the rotation. You bring in a guy like Josh Hart who fits perfectly, and now everyone's kind of settled into exactly what the expectation is. They've embraced it, and the intensity level's there. Like, this team shows up and, and plays hard. They're not taking nights off. Which, I mean, this time of the year is the most important thing because, I mean, let's face it. Like, if this team, if this team wants to you know, win a first-round playoff series, they understand that they have a better chance against Cleveland than those top three teams. But still, like, I mean, again, like, the way this team is playing, do they do they win four or seven against a, a Celtics team or a Bucks team or potentially a Sixers team? Oof. I don't know if they win four or seven, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to put this team down. I can't I can't even start to have that thought. Like, no, no, I'm not even having that thought. I'm that's just, just that's beyond me right now. Right, like I'm not even getting I'm not even getting to that point. What I'm saying is like when this team. Like a, a team like this Knicks team that plays with this kind of intensity that does have good players is is going to be a tough out for anybody when they play like they played last night. I think that's true. I think that's true. And uh, listen, could could I, I can't even imagine them beating one of those big three. But even if they don't, could they, will will that team feel like they were in a series? Yes. If the Knicks play like this, they will. And I'll tell you what, if you go up against, I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't get past Brooklyn, right? You're past them now. You should stay past them. You play them on Wednesday. You should absolutely stay ahead of them. But if you can somehow get home court, and I don't think that's a crazy notion in the first round. I mean, I know a lot of people don't feel like this. I like the Knicks' chances against Cleveland if you have home court in that series. 
Dude, I said it earlier in the when we first started the show. They, more importantly for me, I know it's six in a row, it's eight and nine, but it's five straight at the Garden. It was one of the things that we talked about. We've talked about all season long is how come they're not better at the Garden? And you try to make excuses. You know, you get everyone's best shot because it's the Garden, but that's five straight. They're now 18 and 15 at home. Teams aren't just strolling in to the Garden and having career nights. Like, they did, they shut, they had Jason Tatum so frustrated last night. It was great. It was awesome. It was awesome. And, and you know what, you, and you're right, the teams give their A-level performance to the Garden, sure. But, I mean, when things are going well, it's got to be one of the toughest places to play for the opposition. I mean, that crowd is is electric. Yeah, see, I never felt, I, I never felt like a like a an away crowd like was intimidating. I just thought it was it was easier for the home team to feed to, off that energy. Well, to carry momentum. Like the whole thing in sports is like it's just it's runs, right? Like it's it's the team has the momentum and how quickly can you stop it? How long can they can, can they hold on to it? And when you're in a building like that, it seems like once things start to snowball for you, it's tough to get out of it because they just they feed off that energy. But yeah, man, I was just like I found myself yesterday, like afternoon, like really looking forward to this game. Like there was an excitement. Well, that's what they've done. Is they they've added a buzz to New York basketball. I mean, the fa- I can't even believe we're sitting here last day of February, first snowy day of the year, and when I say New York basketball, six months ago you would have thought we were talking about Brooklyn and not the Knicks, and now it's like, oh, oh, it's the Knicks, and oh yeah, it's Brooklyn too. Like we've done a complete one eighty of who the team of relevancy is here in New York. Right. Well, I mean, Brooklyn also lost the, you know, two of the best players in the NBA. Well, that's not my fault. Not my fault either. I enjoy every second of it. Can't stand that team. There was a little bit of a lull last night. I'm not going to get negative at all. I don't want to bring up any negativity. No, you do. You can't help it. No, I can't. Like, start no. in the third quarter. You're, you're, like, you're like my mother. You feed off the negativity. No, it's no. It's like, what do you uh, got? Listen. Are, you, are you not feeling well? Is that the problem here? No, no. I feel great. Start of the third quarter, though, was dicey early. Yeah, the couple, I mean, the couple Randall air Did you balls. get double billed by your attorney? Is that what happened here? No. Oh, Why did okay. I get double billed by my attorney? I don't know. That's what I, a beautiful, I heard the other day had a, a beautiful b- birthday dinner for Milo. It was great. I'm sure it was. Got a bunch of nice gifts. You guys all go fired out to a, fa- a fancy restaurant? No, or did you make fancy. a fancy meal at home? No, no. We, we took him out. Um, had a nice... Well, Benihana? Nice, no, not Benihana. Nice solid dinner. Solid dinner. Got a beautiful... Uh, well, there was a cannoli Rap- cake, wasn't there? No, I didn't get cannoli cake. He had a beautiful wrap for his baseball bat. He's all fired up a uh, red, white, and blue, like American flag wrap for his bat. All fired up. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. Little piece of me loved it. What's your favorite gift? Oh, that dad. It's going to match my batting gloves. I was like, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy right there. Yeah, but he's a hockey player. No, we're no, no. He's not just a hockey player. He's He's got baseball now. He's got lacrosse. Oh my god! He's going to do a little ballroom dancing. Apparently, wait. wait, wait I was wait, told. Wait, hang, hang on, hang on. Wait, what? Uh, ballroom dancing. What do you mean he's going to do a little, a little ballroom? Uh, he's going to dabble with some ballroom dancing. There's a children's ballroom dancing circuit going around. Uh, I don't know if it's a circuit, but he will be taking. Uh, he'll be taking ballroom lessons. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Are you? Uh, where are the finals in Dubai? Like, what? I don't what know. Are you, what are you doing? Uh, this is not me. Do not say what am I doing? What, like when you when you found this out, we we're like, Cass, he's doing what? Well, no, because she knows I love Dancing with the Stars. We watch it together, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's like, "When is lacrosse start?" I was like, "Why?" She's like, "Well, I have to schedule something." I'm like, "Schedule what?" She's like, "Ballroom." So like, she didn't, she didn't want to tell you. Yeah, she's like, "What are you a ballroom?" He's like, he's already, she's already got a partner. He's all set. Ella's gonna do it too. 
Yeah, so now apparently I, I didn't even know that, ex- that existed. I, it does. RJ, w- with your um, new baby at some point, do you envision getting him involved in in the burgeoning sport of ballroom dancing? I mean, if that's something he's interested. But what this says to me is Rick just has, you know, so much time, funds, just endless resources. Why not try something new? We're out of sports. We've done all those. Let's try. Let's just try something new. You stay classy, San Diego. Let's do ballroom dancing. I think it's going to be great for his for his sports. Tell you what, though, ballroom dancing very difficult. Very difficult. Now, RJ how, knows how. How would you know this, RJ? Because he has it. Did you not watch him dance at his wedding? Uh, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, you're probably in the kitchen. But just learning those steps is intense. And if you watch Dancing with the Stars, like that, that when they show up to practice and rehearsal, like they are. That's like that's like that's like all right a, for the one for, uh, enough for the ones who get it done. I mean, I mean, really, <laughs> oh, I would love to see you ballroom dance. Me, I love it. Oh, you, I love you it. You couldn't pay me enough money, <laughs> Dave, master of the waltz. Oh, if he came in doing the uh, the tango, or oh, it'd be good. I'll tell you what, I'll put it up there for the next wager if you'd like. Love and yore. <laughs> I'll put I'll put it up there for the uh, the March Madness wager if you'd like. No, here's what I want. I was thinking about this yesterday. I think Columbus Ave. We get a microphone and a speaker. Maybe we get Randy from the zoo, and you just sing on the corner for a straight <laughs> straight hour. Would I put out a, a hat where I can get tips? Yeah, of course. Okay. I would right by the, bag- I I right by the bagel cart. Right I think I get paid the, well. Right in front of the live news. They'd be like, what is this animal doing in front of You think of- it makes the news? Yes. Have him do the Carlton dance, for sure. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! <laughs> 
Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Nice job, Raymond. Wonderful. So you would want me. I take a hat, a mic, and a speaker. Go out onto Columbus Avenue, and I just sing away. And you just rip show tunes. Would you? Would you want? What would you want? You'd want theme songs. You'd want originals. What would you be looking for? I would want theme songs. I would want. I would just want you at your very best. I would want you to to put together a nice eclectic mix of all your greatest hits. Would you be out there with me? Yes. RJ, would you be out there with me? Uh, watching or singing? No, singing. I, I don't. I mean, you wouldn't have lost the wager that you would have to sing. No, singing. No, watching. Yes, watching. Yes, mocking or or <laughs> cheering me on. Um, let's see how it goes. I have faith in you, RJ. You understand what your punishment is going to be next year, right? Uh, what are we, what, what, we haven't even paid off last year. So we're we talking it's about Columbus <laughs> Ave. It's Columbus Ave. It's a miniature horse, and you're dressed like Paul Revere, and you and, and you and you start telling everyone the British are coming. The British yeah. are coming. We haven't even paid off last year's yet. No, I can't wait to see that. Are we doing a wager? We'll get to the next question. Rick may have wa- rigged this snowstorm. Are we doing a wager for um, March Madness? No. What do you mean? No. 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 Why? I don't talk like that. No, because we're not. Why? Because this is the gateway for you. You're not supposed to be gambling. It's not gambling. Yeah, if we're it is. betting it's me going on the corner of Columbus Avenue, it's not like gambling. It's wagering. Oh, All right, so I don't want to be responsible. Then why do anything? I don't want to be responsible for you falling off the wagon at 50. I'm not 50. Not soon. How do we know? We're not invited to the party. Right. Who yeah, knows? We're, we're, we're going to go back here today. Forget, well forget it. You know what? Let's just be serious. No, no. No one wants to be serious. Why? What kind of wager do you want to have on the... Uh... I, I, thought if, I, I thought we could do the Columbus Ave. I thought we could do uh, sitting in on the K show. RJ, you didn't hear any of these babies last week. A loser of a wager at some point would have to sit in on the K show for four hours and say nothing. That just sounds like sleep deprivation. What, why? Oh, uh, but you'd be you're dressed saying up. the K show is boring, is what you're saying? Wow. No, because you would You have to skip your nap to go sit there. Oh, what, what, I, yeah, I didn't hear this. What more is there to it? You got to be dressed up. You have to oh, dress up. You have to dress up to the nines, and you have to sit in on the K show, <laughs> be on TV, and say nothing. Actually, it's kind of funny. It's great. It would class up the studio. Well, I mean, come on. Something could. Uh, Guns N' Roses headed to MetLife Stadium August the 15th. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets all week with us and the Michael K Show, all from Live Nation. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. today, just a couple hours, at Ticketmaster.com. 1-800-919-3776. Knicks fans are ready to go. Let's go. Evan Queens. Good morning, Evan. Lead us off. You're on 98.7. Morning, guys. How's it going? Great. Great. Yeah, incredible win last night and over the weekend. Uh, most mornings I'm with Dave on Julius Randle. I'm not generally his biggest fan, but uh, his biggest fan, but we got to give the man his flowers. He's really hooping right now. Um, I wonder if you guys agree. He's making quick, decisive decisions when he gets the ball, and there's a lot less ball stopping, which I think is when he's at his like most unwatchable is when he's kind of just holding the ball and everyone's standing around. But yeah, he's just making very quick decisions. And I love the way uh, he's been playing the last three games. He's, he's been really good. I, I mean, listen, I could sit here and tell you, I still don't enjoy watching him play, but that, that would be untrue. And they're winning games and it makes it a lot easier. And he's playing good basketball. So I'm not going to sit here and argue the point. Well, he draws so much attention. And it, it, it's on him. Once that double team comes to make the right play. And I think part of it too, is trusting the people around you. Like he's got good players around him now. 
Like Jalen Brunson is a really good player. So, I mean, once he draws that double, if he makes a, a quick decision, I mean, someone's going to be open. And if he finds them, they're getting good looks. And guys he, are making them. You know what I love last night, too, is it got down to 10. Fourth quarter, Randall on the bench, Obi Toppin, bang. Hits, yep. hits a three. I mean, these are difference-making plays. And I know that Toppin might not be the player you thought you were going to get out of Dayton. And really, his offensive game is somewhat limited. But boy, oh boy, to be able to play your bench and not panic that, oh, we've, we've got to get our starters back in the game, it's a huge advantage. It is. But, I mean, since Tibbs has got here, I mean, that, that's been one of the, I mean, one of the things that you could point to. And uh, the, the bench... The bench hadn't been a real strength recently. And now, since they've kind of gone to this new nine-man rotation, they've figured it out. And quickly off the bench has been unbelievable. Yeah, he's terrific, both offensively and defensively. Like, he he's really is a difference maker. Right. But that's a good combination, though, man. I mean, you saw you saw what they finished with. I mean, Hart and Quickly played the entire fourth quarter last night. Yeah, those are your closers now. Bobby and Saratoga. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. Shout out to the company. Um, I just wanted to bring up how it feels like this team's like rejuvenated. You know, you talk about pickups at the deadline with Josh Hart, and then you get Mitchell Robinson back after the break. And it just feels like this team has so much more energy now, and it's so fun to watch. Well, I think the biggest part for them, too, I think the addition of Jalen Brunson, and then you bring in his college teammate, Josh Hart. Jalen Brunson feels like an extension of Tom Thibodeau. You got his dad on the coaching staff. So they're all buying what Tibbs and the coaching staff is, is selling. I mean, you hear it a lot after the game with some of these interviews, like what the players say, exactly what you hear Tibbs say after a game, which is important stuff, especially when you have to, I mean, Tibbs, Tibbs expects a lot from you. Sure. Like, it's not easy to play for him. Mm-mm. Well, that's why he burns out, right? And that's why teams move on from him somewhat quickly, because it's very demanding. But when you start to have the success this team is, is, is having, um, of course you're going to buy in. All right, you mentioned Tibbs. Let's take a listen. Um, here he is after the game. Does this win solidify your team's place in the standings? It's where we are in the season, and we start off with the idea of let's get better every day. You begin the season with the end in mind, knowing that you want to be playing your best at the end. So you're trying to make deposits each and every day all the way through. But it's easy to get sidetracked in this league because of all the distractions, the length of the schedule. So you want to establish your routines and build your habits and do the right things and understand this game tonight, feel good tonight, and then tomorrow we got to get right, ready for Brooklyn. Tonight's win will have nothing to do with the Brooklyn game. So the Brooklyn game, we got to, we know we have to be right and ready for them. That's the challenge you face in the league, and that's the beauty of this league. I mean, that defines him. I mean, you, you knew that when we played that soundbite, he was not going to celebrate this win. He was going to say, good win, enjoy it tonight, tomorrow. It's right back to work for Brooklyn. Back to work. He's not wrong, though. Like that, This game last night has no bearing on what's going to happen against the Nets. No. no. And, and as excited as you are this morning, if you go and you lose that game to Brooklyn, a team that I really firmly believe you're playing well, you should beat. Knicks fans will be very upset by that, and rightfully so. Well, I think the one thing you can say, though, that you do take from a game like that is the confidence. Is that you can, you can compete against the best, which does help you. Like, it's, I'm not saying that you, you, know, you take the next day and a half to celebrate the win, but you do take the confidence away from a sure game like that. Sure you do. That. And you've now won two in a row against Boston, right? Up in Boston and now this game here. Right, and that's important with the next stretch of games that they have. Miami won last night. You got that. What is the next three games? The Nets, Miami, and Boston again? Boston. Boston's on Sunday, yeah. So, I mean, that's a tough little stretch right there. When is Jalen Brown back? 
Um, Do we know that? Well, it's he left for personal reasons, so I don't really know. Okay. So it's depending on whatever he's dealing with personally. Right, I don't know. right, right. Well, we'll find out. I, I, I imagine he told the coaching staff he was leaving, though, right? Uh, yes, he I believe that is the protocol. That's the protocol when you leave is that, hey, guys, I have some personal stuff i got to take care of. Okay. Not just they find him at a fundraiser next week. Right. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Hard-nosed New York Knicks basketball. 1-800-919-3776. We do. We love basketball. I love basketball. I love it. I love when your team that you root for, though, plays plays that hard. See, here's the thing. I don't know if you're like this. Football, for me, the Giants could go 1-16. And, and I'm dialed in on every game. Well, it's the beauty of football. Right. Like, like I, it, the Giants could be awful. It matters, but it, it doesn't make me lose interest in football. If the Knicks are bad, my interest in the NBA really wanders. And I know you love hockey, but it's the same way for me with the with hockey, if the Rangers are bad, it just it takes away a lot of my enjoyment. So the fact that the Knicks are so relevant and are so good, it really it it completely changes the complexion of me being an NBA fan. Yeah, I'm not the same. Uh, I'm I, I get what you're saying, but regardless, good or bad, I'm still I'm still locked in. But the NFL I mean, has I mean the NFL has that ability though. I mean you only get 17 games. You're dialed in with with all the fantasy and everything else. I mean, that's the thing with the uh, with the NFL that's so special for them is, is, is that the fantasy is the fantasy. It really and the gambling it, and everything it really else. is. I mean, it's so dynamic and people every because do you know uh, honestly like outside of Santiago, do you know anybody that doesn't play fantasy football? No, right. Like ki- kids, kids play. Every, my, wife, every, my wife plays. Your my wife plays, plays. You have a family league. Like everybody, either picks games. Or, like there is something for everyone with fantasy football, or or with with you know making wagers or picks or whatever on football. And you certainly can't say that with every sport. No, I don't. I don't participate in any other fantasy. Sports. I do fantasy baseball. I tried fantasy baseball one time. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Uh, are your wiper blades chattering? Are they skipping? Are they squeaking? Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by today or learn more at O'ReillyAuto.com. See, if you were progressive and you thought ahead, you would have done this yesterday. Right. So when you're out on the roads today... Then you could take care of business with your. Yeah, brand make new sure you got plenty place. of uh, windshield wiper fluid. That's never good. Are you a big windshield wiper fluid guy? Yes, you are. You have to have it. I I, I think so as well. I hate when like it freezes. 
and and like your wipers won't even move, and then yeah, and I don't you're love just that. stuck. Yeah, that's yeah, I don't love that. Very very bad. All right, Came here we tool go. Belt, bunch of screwdrivers, some wrenches. <laughs> I love that tool belt. I'm sure you do. When was the last time you used that tool belt? Oh, that's a good question. Great question. Uh, was last last time? time I used the tool belt, it was probably two two months ago. Two months ago. Two months ago, I had to use that to pull the tool belt. What, what were you using the tool belt? For? I had to fix some uh, some knobs. <laughs> what, I, what does that even mean? You know the oh. knobs in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> the, 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 was that me just now? Do you remember the excitement when you were a kid? Oh. <laughs> what? Mark that one down. How does that happen That'll so That'll be fast? in the open. What oh. are you moaning about? The, the, oh. the tool belt. No, but you what, weren't moaning about the thing? tool belt. I was like, do you remember Snow uh, Days was, That was the open. That was in the open. Snow Days as a kid. You're like, oh. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. That's when I did it. Huh. it I love Snow Days. <laughs> Obviously. Oh. The, uh, snow, the snow tunnels. I mean, if, you just, if you play that on repeat over and over and over, it could. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! It's like bang, bang, bang. That's like you take me to the cat's deli. Oh, that's so good. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Emmanuel quickly on beating the Celtics. Boston's a great team. We know it's going to take a great effort uh, to oh. beat those guys. You know, they're the top of the East where we want to be. So uh, it's going to take that every night. You know, to be a, a great team like that. So uh, that's what we did. <laughs> Santi, I don't think you can. I don't think you can handle that drop, Santi. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just easy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that, Do you remember the excitement when you were? A kid? Oh, I was a. They've won five row and seven of eight. <laughs> five row. I'm not going to take the low hanging flute. <laughs> They've won five row. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo. They've won five row and seven of eight. They've won five row. Oh my god! Two hundred million dollars. <laughs> You know what the amazing thing is? I didn't even know these things were happening. <laughs> That's how good these guys are. RJ and Ray, they must hear them be like, these These are nuggets. These are gems. They must be repurposed. It's because you don't listen to me. Well, I listen beautifully. I just, I didn't know you said five row. I did something like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> right, row. They've won five row and seven days. <laughs> oh, Put five row. <laughs> oh. Okay. Back to the calls. Calls, calls. Okay. All right. Let's go. Vince <laughs> calls, calls. Vince in Staten Island. Hi, Vince. You're on 98.7. Good morning, guys. Thank you for the laughs and making my commute palatable in the morning. You're very I don't welcome. want to interrupt your flow. Um, so I'm all about relishing the moment and I'm really enjoying the next run here. But similar to a couple of years ago, what I worry about. That first game in the playoffs, Randall hits a brick, throws an air ball, and becomes a head case again. It felt like it felt like that a couple of years ago. Like I'll, just, tell, I'll tell you, Vince, folded. why I don't – and you know I'm not the biggest Randall guy in the world. I'll tell you why I don't have that same concern. Because a couple of years ago, it felt like it was Randall and just everybody else. And now it feels yeah. like if Randall's not good, 
you legitimately have other pieces that can pick up the slack. Fair. 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 I, I actually, and that's, that's what I've enjoyed watching the team. I, question, if we're all on the topic, I, I think it was on your show yesterday. Who was it that has been like an advisor or a personal coach that's been kind of coaching him up? He was not happy. I guess like his mental state of mind. Is that something else he's really tending to? Yes. Yeah, that was something that he worked on. So I mean, I'm tough, hoping man. that's it, another differentiator. Well, yeah, like it's tough. Like it's it's players have a hard time dealing with adversity, and you know I I think you get into. I think last year was probably tough because I mean you had built up so much equity the year before having an you know, second team all all NBA having that kind of season he was an all star and then all of a sudden to have you know go through some adversity and you know the fans react to him the way that they react to him that's not easy to deal with and he didn't deal with it the right way he recognized it and did what it took this summer to kind of get his get his mind right and spend absolutely everything you could hope for this season. Yeah, he's, he's really reverted back to his form from two years ago and, and then some. Let's go to uh, JoJo and Nutley. Good morning, JoJo. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. Shout out to the company. Uh, I was at the game yesterday. I got to tell you, the Carter was electric. It was so many Celtics fans, and I just it made it like a playoff atmosphere. It was great seeing how the Knicks uh, responded to the crowd, whether it was Mitchell Robinson's rebounds, you know, Josh Hart's defense. Uh, Brunson going to the hoop and obviously Randall making some key jump shots. It really looks like uh, you know a playoff team. I don't know how far, but it d- definitely uh, a really good team. I mean, the only dagger, I guess, the only bad thing is man, R.J. Barrett looks lost, and it's 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 scary because I really feel bad for the guy. I really want him to do well, and I think that is. I know you guys say it all the time. But I think that is like a good missing piece. If he does well, it, I, I think it, it could put our team over the top and. Uh, he just looks lost in the court right now, but I'm going to look at the positives right now. Great win yesterday, and uh, let's keep going. Go Knicks. Well, there's a million positives, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. I mean, you, you should be concerned about R.J. Barrett. Cause a, you, you kept him. You could have traded him. You didn't. You thought he was going to be a big piece of the future. Well, then you, you extended him, him. You signed him to a, a huge extension, and now he's playing like this? Like he, I mean, Let's be honest. He, he's, I mean, he's unplayable in the fourth quarter, so much so that he's not playing in the fourth quarter. Right, you had quickly and hard played. You know, played the entire fourth quarter. I mean, there was a stat yesterday when when uh, when Brunson, Randall, and RJ score twenty plus points. The three of them in the same game, they're eight and three. So yeah, like if I mean, if RJ Barrett is dialed in, that's that's a pretty good, that's a pretty solid big three. Very, very nice. Not not like a big three like you talk about with other teams, but a, but a good solid like you said, big three. And he's, I'm sorry, he's just not there. No, right now Tibbs feels most comfortable with Randall, Brunson, Mitch, and Hart. IQ and Hart. Yeah. Hart, and by the Hart way, like the, the whole like the whole Yankee thing, like with the bringing in Josh Donaldson, we need a little fu. Like Josh Hart is the right kind of fu you want. Like he's got that little, he's got a little bit of an edge to him. Like you saw when Tatum got kicked out. Like that's the kind of fu that you're like. That's the good kind of fu you're talking about. He is easy to root for. Right. He said, "I'm a dog." That's how he plays, man. And the guy hits big shots. You leave that guy open, he's going to make shots. Hits big shots. There's not a not a loose ball that he's not diving on the court Steals. for. Good defender. Let's see, he, I, I can't believe this guy's bounced around the NBA as much as he has. Dude, he is the he is the like the prototypical does everything you need to win. Like whatever, like finds a way. Like I always tell my kids when I coach, like you're not going to score a goal every shift. You're not going to have an assist every shift. Just, just shift. Just find a way 
to do something positive every shift. If it's a block shot, if it's a, whatever it is, just fi- find a way to do something positive. And that's the kind of player Josh Hart is. Let's hear from quickly a little bit more. Here he is uh, on the Knicks' sixth consecutive victory. Yeah, God is great. Uh, we've been getting wins. You know, everybody's working hard, coming in, getting work in. So, and our chemistry together is, is on another level. So we just want to continue to keep doing that. Uh, everybody's playing together, and, and, that, and that's what we're going to keep doing. I mean, it's hard to, to knock them for really anything right now. No, but you're seeing what he's talking about on the defensive end of the floor. How many times well, they, they they've committed? About well, they've committed because it's, again, I mean, that's, that starts with chemistry. Like, they're all tied together. Like, you watch some of the breakdowns after the game, them defensively, man. It's, like, they're a tough team to play against. They play physical. They, I mean, they're communicating well. Like, right now, the Knicks are, in the NBA, third in field goal percentage against and fourth in three-point field goal percentage against. So it's, like, it's more of what you would expect from a, a Tibbs team. And when having Robinson back, and listen, um, Sims and Hartenstein did a really nice job in the in the stead of Mitchell Robinson, but he's a difference maker. He really yeah, really is. The, those guys played they played well, but they're not Mitchell Robinson. Uh, they did really well. I thought they you know were were very serviceable, if not better than serviceable. But it's it's glaring now that he's back and glaring in a good way. Like he's he's a terrific. And the nice thing about him is you don't need to do anything for him offensively. All he's going to do is defend, rebound. Get offensive rebounds and put it back in. You don't need to set up a play for him offensively. You know what's funny though, and you know maybe it was a. I hate to say blessing in disguise because it sucks when someone gets hurt, but the fact that it was his hand, and you can still you keep yourself in shape and work on other stuff to make sure. Looks like he's in great shape. Right, he's in great shape. But Tibbs was kind of breaking down what's expected from him on every defensive play. Dude, it's it's a lot of. I mean, he has to do a lot. Like so, I mean, it's you got to be in great shape if you're going to ask him to do as much as he's got to do. And right now, I mean, you had the Tatum block, but I told you that play where he blocks Brogdon and then runs the floor and then gets the the putback on the quickly miss. Like, dude, he's they're all engaged, man. I mean, it it really is. It, it, it's fun to it's fun to sit back and watch because you kind of know what to expect now with the team. So what are you okay? You say that. What are your expectations now with this team? I think they're no lower than the fifth seed, and I think they have a real shot to win a first-round playoff series if they continue to play like this. So wow! So so this is really—I mean, this has really changed quickly in the last like two weeks. You've gone from be a top six to no worse than fifth, and and have a real chance to win a playoff series. Well, I think they're figuring it out. I mean, it takes time. It, it does. I mean, it, it's not—it's not as easy as okay, this is how we're going to draw it up, and it's just going to work perfectly. Like it's—it's it's a feeling out process. I mean, Jalen Brunson's a big part of this team. He's new to the team. How does he fit? What's our rotation going to look like? Like, this guy can't play. This guy can't play. And, like, I mean, they're at a point now, and I'll keep saying it. Like, all good teams have defined roles for their players, and then those players are the best in those roles. And right now they have defined a defined rotation, defined roles, and those guys have stepped up. Like, Emmanuel quickly now, since he's getting more minutes, is, dude, he's a, like, he's a legitimately good player, man. He had 23 last night. Like, he is on both sides of the ball. He, he's a good player. He's a really good player, and they got so they got they don't have the one or two superstars, but they got a they got a good group of good players. They have two very good players in Randall and Brunson, and then they have really nice pieces. Like Hart's a really nice piece. I mean, RJ I guess could be. It's kind of very hit or miss right now. Um, Robinson is a really nice piece for the things he does. Right, quickly is a really nice piece. Grimes is a really nice piece. Like they are, they are put together. I can't believe I'm saying this. They're put together very nicely. 
the pieces fit well, and more importantly, they have a good coach who everyone wants to fire because it's the easiest thing to do is to blame the coach. But when you're well coached and you have a good system and you're you're playing the system the right way and everyone's committed to it, I think we talked about this before. When you don't have a superstar, like you have to like whatever your identity is, you have to play it at a high level. It's not going to be just one guy. There'll be nights where it's you know the game against Washington where it's you know. You're down, but Julius Randle is able to bring you back. He has an awesome night. Or if it's got to be Jalen Brunson, whoever it is, like they have those guys capable of doing that. But for most nights, it's going to have to be everyone that that pitches in. Where, where are we on Omar, by the way? It's up to you. Well, you you sound like you're so defeated. Like, where where are you? I, I don't want to make the sh- the decision unilaterally for the show. Well, you're, no. You're... Like, I uh, here's the thing. I understand he's got a lot going on with the bread truck and everything else, but there's been no real commitment to the show, and there's been no consistency. It's just whenever he decides he wants to call in. Yeah. And then we're supposed to give him three minutes to say what he wants. This is going to be my year. RJ, what do you think? I think we take him, but we we need to take... I think we go the route of Major League Baseball. Maybe we, we, we test out a clock. Take the temperature like, you know, 30 seconds in. I mean, okay. I didn't see where we're at. Okay. The Perro. All right, let's go. And we're not going to let you just yell willy-nilly. We're going to be very on point here, Omar. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Both of you guys. First, I called last week, and two hours I was on a hold. There was nothing to talk with you guys because you guys are busy. And I put on a hold from 7.30, and RJ is a witness today, and I didn't get to receive a call. So, ah, Omar. Omar, we've yeah. caught you. We've caught you in a lie. RJ was Bye. on vacation last week. Not was not last, screening last calls. The week before, the RJ uh-huh. I didn't, didn't get it. The, the uh, guest was there. I was old after the show ended. And then I hang up the phone. And you didn't never even uh, call me a call. So how do you? I said, okay, yeah, you guys don't want to talk to me. That's what happened. So I said, no. Right, so I'll give a break on this. So, so that, that's what happened. Uh, listen, uh, uh, Pero, I, I like you uh, <laughs> very much. Uh, uh, the the reason that I like you, your passion for game and your commitment to the game is excellent and detailed, and you you have a great sense of humor. But my point to you is like, uh, why in this New York City? Uh, I never get to know this that if you, one player is against, like Dave Rothberg is against Julius Randle, you don't like the player. Now he is showing up. But what is wrong? in coming and appreciate that you were wrong. Whatever he did the last season, and everybody wants to throw him out. The guy took over the best team in the league, and the first quarter, he put a stamp on that first quarter last night. How much does he have to prove to the Knicks fan or to the New York well, Omar, media? I'm, I'm gathering that you're going after me and my, my Randall ticket. What have I said today which has been remotely negative about Julius Randall? You didn't have said nothing, but uh, okay, honestly, okay. So why, why are you attacking me uh, as far as me saying negative things about Julius Randle? Yeah, because you say it often all the time. Whenever he has a bad game, the next show you will do, the first day you will talk about Julius Randle. Brunson in last three games after All-Star has a below-average game three games. Yeah, the, the best two players, Barrett has a good game last year. Why are we doing this, wants to talk about oh, negative Omar, listen, Barrett. If, you, if you want to come after me on a day where the Knicks haven't had maybe no, their greatest win of the season, no, no, I'm fine. Not why why you, today I'm are you doing this? I'm just saying that we should celebrate because they are all... I've been celebrating Knicks all morning, Omar! I don't care. Everybody likes it. Knicks. We are talking about Knicks. Knicks. Let's, uh, they say, oh, the British are coming. British are coming. The Knicks are coming.
they're coming and everybody's watching and bring on what you have a great Jeff Van Gundy when they wanted to trade uh, for uh, uh, the Cleveland guy, right? They wanted to trade on who is this player? Who is Grime? Who is Iman Quickly? Who is this Mitchell Robinson? Now come bring him in the show and tell him who are they. They are eight out of nine and they are rolling. They are beating the team that are better than them and they are they're not even close. They are beating them heavily, beating them soundly. <laughs> the best team in the league. Why are we? Ye- why are we yelling though? Why are we screaming? I, mean, I don't know because, what we're yelling about. You, you say you say that you your first game is uh, first love is football. My first love is Knicks. Okay, my oh, which is great, is Omar. But why? Why are you screaming about it? Yes. Why? Why are you screaming? I, I just enjoy when somebody had a bad say about the Knicks, about Julius Randle, and when they when they show up in New York City and blast Boston Celtics, I want to get excited. I want to yell. I, I yelled at home last night. Yes, that's the thumping I want Boston Celtics to get every time when they play the New York Knicks. Bring it on. And the playoffs, bring on whatever you bring. The only team I say, if my mind is right, the only team that is better in the Eastern Conference in a seven-game series. I said it before, Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think in seven-game series they can beat. I still have a chance. They have a chance to grow. I can take Boston Celtics in seven games. I can take Philadelphia. I can take uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. Let's go, uh, Knicks. Okay. Go, go Knicks. Thank New York, you. we here. Oh, my gosh. That's on you. Well, what, how's that on me? That's all on you. You wanted it. I, no, I, I took a, a, the temperature of the show. You wanted it. You got all the smoke you needed right there. Oh, my God. They had a great win. I've said nothing negative, and he's going crazy. Uh, listen, DePero, I like you <laughs> very much. He likes me very much. And, and I find you funny. He loves me. Doesn't know my name, but likes me a lot. The Rock British! <laughs> they're coming! Wake up! The British are here! Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.